welcome to episode 5 of the Bryce Side Podcast. This episode is going to be dedicated to discussing why people quit at every belt level for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I will not be covering white belt. I'll be covering the official ranks, blue all the way to black. And I'm only talking about the regular student, not the professional competitors whose rank is often based on how many gold medals and team trophies they bring back to the academy. So sit back, relax, or don't, and enjoy. Now, I believe some arbitrary stat and some arbitrary survey, which really has no bearing, but everyone likes to use it. The dropout rate for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is around, air quotes, 44% when you get your blue belt. A lot of corporate Jiu-Jitsu academies to curve this lean hard into the whole curriculum-based structure, which is fine if you're in it for the money as opposed to individual growth and development per student that you have. The corporate jujitsu heads lay out an entire map from white belt to blue belt to help you progress. And in 1.5 to two years, you get to test for your blue belt. And once you get it, after you pay your nominal testing fees and belting fee and certificate fee, you get to wear your blue belt. Once that happens, most people look at their bank accounts and see how much they've dumped into this and begin to question, what do I really want to do with this? Others, man, that was really, really hard. But they both come to the same conclusion. This was a very good stopping point because now I can say I am officially ranked in jiu-jitsu as a blue belt thanks to this wonderful curriculum that got me here in two years or less. So now I can come in and out and worry about that black belt, that purple belt, that brown belt later down the line. I just really wanted to knock this blue belt right off the bat. Now I can take my time, which again, more excuses. The whole point to do this is to get your black belt in an expedient amount of time. Anyone who tells you they're not in it for the rank is lying to themselves and you. So you decided you're in here for the long haul at blue belt, and you're also not part of a corporate jujitsu academy. So now you run into the problem that you're a blue belt and now all the upper belts, purple and above, 
are destroying you and you don't like it. The reason they are now destroying you is because you now are seasoned. You are ranked. There's no longer any reason to hold back on you. You are no longer a white belt. You need to learn to get tough or die. Dying mean quitting or taking the easy path and just hanging out in the white belt corner of the mats and beating up the white belts. Most people quit when they realize they're not progressing. They're not progressing because they're not learning that mentality. They're letting their ego get in the way. Getting your blue belt doesn't mean you're invincible. The same thing goes for any belt in any martial art. You still have to do the work, especially in jiu-jitsu. If you don't, even if you are a black belt, a white belt can and will submit you. Most people forget this when they obtain the rank of blue belt. Like I said earlier, if you want the weight to move, you have to push the bar up. Also, they don't decide to form a relationship with their instructor and have a dialogue of two-way communication, asking questions and how to progress. Again, it took me four years to talk to my instructor. It shouldn't take you a week. It shouldn't take you an hour from the moment you walk into class and introduce yourself to the instructor. So those are the reasons people quit at Blue Belt. I find it to be funny because it really just boils down to ego and wanting things handed to you. I've literally seen people come up to instructors and tell them, demand why they're not a certain rank. When will they be ready to level up? Or I have submitted everybody. Why am I not getting striped? And I find that to be hilarious. You're what we call in the business a belt chaser, where you don't actually care to learn about the martial art, but rather collect as many belts as you can, like you're a freaking Pokemon catcher. Congratulations. After clocking in the required amount of hours on the mat, testing fees, belt fees, certificate fees, membership card fees, minimum number of privates, you are now a purple belt. Or maybe you did what I did and put in the work and shut up in color and did what the instructor told you to do and in 10 months you became a purple belt through hard work, dedication, and commitment rather than waiting your standard one year for your testing fees and such. At Purple Belt, you will be facing a three-way battle. 
you'll be fighting the ebb and flow of jujitsu, your own personal ego and insecurities, and your life outside the mat, all pulling you in separate directions. It is on you to choose wisely. A lot of people, one of the big arguments for why they stop training at this belt level or haphazardly have one foot in or one foot out boils down to, I just don't have enough time. Or my significant other wants me to spend more time with them, this or that, or work, yada, yada, yada. The whole thing with time, you need to understand is that it's just a concept that mankind created. Time is just a increment of measurement that truly means nothing. Something that we use to delude ourselves. Oh, I have time. What are we truly quantifying with that? What does that mean? How can you measure that actually? You use the time, air quotes, that you have on the mats appropriately and don't dilly-dally with your training. At this point, you already have a concrete foundation for basics. So now you have to work on the abstract, the artistry at Purple Belt. So when you're on the mat, don't discuss the latest episode of whatever TV show or movie or discuss your problems. You have to, again, put in the work. It's not about quantity of classes at this point. It's about quality. The moment you step on the mat, you are clocked in. You're dialed in and focused. You have your sights set on getting out of Purple Belt. Again, if you're not in a curriculum base, there is no timeline. There is no deadline for your test. You are on your own with guidance from your instructor. I was in Purple Belt for four years. That is the standard. There are people who have been with me on promotion day for Purple Belt. We were belted the same time and they are still at Purple Belt. You have to put in the work. You need to understand this is going to be difficult. So now you have to battle your ego versus the ebb and flow of jujitsu. At Purple Belt, you will get submitted by the lower belts. You will get submitted by the upper belts. Deal with it. The whole point of your Purple Belt journey is to explore and learn the abstract. Dive into that worm guard and Baron Bolo and figuring things out, stepping outside that box. Get on that 
astral plane of jujitsu. Most people don't like to lose, so it stifles their progression. No black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu has obtained the level of black belt without getting submitted well over a million times. Be okay with losing. Losing on the mat will help you learn faster than winning because now you know what does not work. Now you can figure out what will work, how to make it work. Purple Belt is a marathon because you don't feel you are progressing because you are continually being demolished and demoralized while you're at that level. You don't see your learning in increments, minute increments. It is a game of inches at Purple Belt. Some people cannot handle that. I can tell you right now, I came really close to quitting at Purple Belt. Another Purple Belt who was with me at that time asked a question post-class and said, is anyone else thinking about quitting? And this is like the corner where all the Purple Belts were at. And we all raised our hands. It was like, oh, I thought I was the only one. That is how hard Purple Belt is. But we all forgoed our ego and pressed on. The best metaphor I can give you for Purple Belt is you are in the ocean. You have no idea where you are, but you have to keep swimming. If you stop swimming, you will drown. If you keep swimming, eventually you will get to the shore that is the brown belt. So... Once you're in Purple Belt, you have to decide. Is constantly losing, constantly getting submitted as you're trying new techniques and exploring things outside your wheelhouse so you can customize them and add them back to your wheelhouse bigger, faster, stronger, better, sharper? Or do you like, ah, I don't just want to, I don't want to get tapped out. I don't, I don't like that. I know I'm better than them. I can beat them at any time. So who do you want to win? Your ego or the ebb and flow that is jujitsu? For me, it really wasn't a hard choice. Again, I wanted to be a black belt. Do you? want to be a black belt or do you like saying you want to be a black belt quitting is easy that's why everyone does it sticking this through getting through this journey that's hard that's what most people don't do that's why 
again, arbitrary number, only 3% of people in jiu-jitsu make it to black belt. So again, you have to ask yourself, who's going to win? Ego or jiu-jitsu? You did it. You made it past the crucible that is purple belt. But now you have to start that land nav, get your coordinates, find your points on the map, and your brown belt phase. Injuries start to pile up. Life outside the mat, especially at the age you are, average age for brown belts around 30, 34. Kids, spouse, work. On top of all the things you have to do for jujitsu, and there's that favorite word, time, 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 time. Where do you find time? Maybe Walmart will have it on sale or Target, or you can probably overnight it for Amazon. But the point is, you just gotta put in a little bit more of the work or start promoting your professor's new DVD series and pay about three grand in privates to finish off your tenure as a brown belt. Again, the hardest part for brown belt is now you have to learn how to articulate what it is you know and the things you don't know. Most people don't like that. The competitor doesn't have to worry about that. They just have to worry about being a lunkhead, doing their cycle of supplements to worry about becoming a world champion and getting push button on the podium. For you, you now, after graduating out of Purple Belt, have all the nuances of your game finite and polished. Now, it's about repetition, repetition, understanding, comprehension, on all things, even the things you don't know. That's what most people hate at the brown belt level. I can teach you, I can tell you all the things that I am good at, but ask someone about something that's not their forte and they get a stammer or a stumble. And then not to mention you think you are ready to be a black belt. At this point, for the brown belt phase, I would say you are a fully matured jiu-jitsu person. And now it's just a matter of the person who's ranking you, observing you in this brown belt phase. How do you handle being a brown belt? How do you handle being at the upper echelon of the jiu-jitsu hierarchy within whatever ecosystem of the academy that you have. Because at the point to get your black belt, skill does matter, but what is more important is character. 
how is your character on as well as off the mat? If you are a raging alcoholic who has the cops called constantly to their residence, more than likely, unless you're donating a bunch of money to your academy, you will not become a black belt. If you have outstanding character and you're technical and proficient on the mat and you can articulate concepts and ideas verbally and physically demonstrate them to all your peers, then congratulations. You will more than likely obtain your black belt at, as always, your instructor's discretion. Rank will never be decided by you unless you are in a corporate academy. Until then, you will always have to shut up and color. The hardest part for brown belt is to keep showing up with a positive attitude and keep rolling and keep talking and keep fostering a good ecosystem for your academy that you train in. Positivity trickles down from the top. It doesn't come from the bottom up. So can that be a grind along with maybe you have problems with your job, things with your spouse, all those worries. And on top of like dealing with injuries from old competitions in jujitsu, you're, you're, you're starting to crack. You don't know what to do. And then you just call it. I recommend watching a YouTube video about a man who was a brown belt for 17 years. Again, if you want to watch out that video, YouTube channel for it, BJJ After 40. My journey to black belt with Mike Spider Ninja Bidwell. Check it out. Again, guy, four stripe brown belt, quit. Decades later, comes back. Always remember, when you guys quit, you can always come back. Quitting isn't permanent if you don't allow it to be but you can always just never quit in the first place so check that out and you can see things about the commitment and character of what it takes to actually become a black belt all right you've worked through all the divorces all the injuries all the hang-ups that life offers you and you made it to black belt. Now, as you stare at the, down at the top of the mountain, you're left with two choices. Check out, start cashing checks, or keep going forward and climbing new mountains. The majority of all black belts decide to check out like a teacher who's finally gotten tenure and can't get fired and stop teaching the art and stop progressing and just work on everything that got them to their level. I know many air quotes, high level black belts who stopped learning after 1992 and just wash, rinse, repeat, takes their students money 
and go buy themselves a new Mercedes. That is what you do not want to be, especially at Black Belt. Or you can also get what I call the Black Belt Belly to where your Black Belt is hot, hidden by your massive gut because you no longer train and you just want to focus on teaching the art and not rolling with your students. Again, there are 72-year-old cancer patients who roll. You, as a black belt, need to roll, especially as you want to foster a good environment in the academy in which you teach and should be training in as well. What's the look when a new student walks in and sees a morbidly obese black belt teaching them how to do an arm bar but can't even get their legs up because their stomach is in the way. So I say again, don't quit. And at this point you're quitting mentally and physically. Do not do both as a black belt is your responsibility to carry a high standard. So to close this out, Let's look back at, did I really give you reasons why people quit? Yes, but didn't I also give you reasons why you shouldn't quit? Yes. Remember, every excuse you give to quit is just a lie. It's to cover up whatever insecurity or frailty your ego is giving you so you can have a nice way out. Do not listen to the lies. The only way to beat lies, to beat the excuses, is to face the truth. Is jujitsu hard? Yes. Is it fun? Yes. Will it be hard and not fun sometimes? Yes. Will it be fun and not hard? Yes. You need to realize it's not always going to be a fun summer camp jamboree when you're training. There will be ups and downs. Do not let the downs dictate the lies you tell yourself so you can pull that ripcord and get out. Face the truth. Anything worth doing will be difficult. Push through the lies. Find the discipline to keep going. There have been plenty of times where I did not want to go and train. I could have made some excuse about being tired or just not feeling it air quotes, but I still went anyway. Do not feed the lies. The lies feed the ego. The ego stifles any attempts at progression in jujitsu and in your outside life as well. Always face the truth.
quitting isn't the truth. It is a lie. Face the lies. Embrace the truth. Stay on the path, whether on the mat or off the mat. All the lies you tell yourself, consider that a seed that'll grow into a nice big quitting tree that will grow with ripe fruit of excuses that will be ready to pick at a moment's notice by you to get out of any situation you find discomfort in, especially in jujitsu, where the whole purpose is to be uncomfortable. Not to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, but to be uncomfortable and push through it. To hammer down this message, you can find any reason to quit anything. Multiply that by a hundred in any endeavor as difficult as jujitsu. My point, if you're going to start something, why have the mentality of quitting halfway through in the first place? Don't do it. Do not feed yourself the lies. Excuses are lies. Stay on the path and get it done. So ends another episode on the Bryce side. Next time, we'll dive into MMA training and how to effectively do it. Until then, you can always find me right here, only on the Bryce side.